It's time for your daily cards. Joe Roderick and Bob Ramsey bring you your weekday Cardinals news and notes right here on Claves Online. Presented by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Royal Banks of Missouri. Here's Joe and Rammer. And it's June 10th. Welcome on in to another episode of Daily Cards here on ClavesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey, and we are presented by Munganas St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. And Rammer, it's unfortunate that you and I won't be able to sit here and talk wrestling on Monday because the Cardinals win last night and break their six-game losing streak, meaning there will be no 10-game losing streak come Monday. Yeah, you know... uh... Going into last night, along with the streak, two and eight in their last 10, and uh, picking, uh, getting that win, you would take a win anyway. Ugly, pretty, blowout, uh, score on a pass ball to win it late. You, it wouldn't matter, but it turned out it was a beautiful game. You called for it yesterday. I was concerned um, because I thought it was a lot to ask of Adam Wainwright, but you called for a gem. You called for an ace-like performance that Wainwright had to step up and do that. I was concerned. You got what you wanted. Wainwright was truly beautiful. What a com- One of the great competitors the Cardinals have ever had. It really, I mean, when, when it calls for moments like that, he consistently has been stepping up and he's been doing so over the past few years. And Danny Mack kind of went through the list the other day on, you know, his birthday, that the game that he had, you know, an anniversary game, mother, what was it? Mother's day, the game he went out and had, you go back and you go back. I mean, all of this, I think goes back to that 2016 start when he had the 2006 players up there in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the suites watching the game. And he went out and threw that complete game with Yachty behind the plate. Adam Wainwright has just stepped up time and time again. And last night it was a team that was on the rails. It was a team that he knew was about to go into Chicago with an unknown pitching rotation for the weekend. And he went sure. And he made sure that he stopped that losing streak and to also too for the way he fought after that first inning, the giving up the two runs in the first inning, and then just going on that tear that that he went on. It really, I mean, we are seeing a pitcher who is 39 years old, who is just kind of like in the movies, you know, one of those veteran pitchers that's just finding everything he's got left in that arm to give you this this season. Kevin Costner, the love of the game. I, I was thinking it? that. I was thinking, what was it, uh, Tony Danza and um, um, Angels in the Outfield, I think, just kind of throwing it all out there. Of, I think your level of film just dropped. I'm, I'm talking other baseball movies. Uh, you you can't start with Kevin Costner and For Love of the Game and expect me to pick it up another level after that. That's my favorite baseball movie, so I can only go down from from where we are with yeah. that, okay? So I, you, you I, set I the you bar again. too high. I got you again. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and along with uh, Wayno, um, the way the team stepped up, you know, well, let me go back to him, though. You're right. In the post game, where as we would see a lot of young guys fold up, struggle because of the bad luck they had, or maybe missing some pitches, he commented that in the in, in his post game, that in that first inning, even the balls that were hit, he goes, those were good pitches. They hit good pitches. I would put the ball where I wanted. So I wasn't concerned. And, and that turned out to be absolutely the fact. And he, he was able to make pitches all night long. 
Then you go to the other guys in the lineup. And, and I want to, uh, you know, uh, we in the media, by we, I mean me. I know there are others, but let me just point fingers at myself. Um, are quick to criticize guys. Um, for a couple of years, I thought Tyler O'Neill was the kind of player that was really bad for the game. Uh, uh, hit, hit some home runs, but strike out 180 times. And I just thought it typified that. Well, if I'm going to criticize a guy for two years, you're going on this show, you're going to hear me compliment him for hopefully 10 more years for a guy who was able to understand who he was, understand the changes he needed to make to mature as a major league hitter, go about those changes, not just an effort, but the execution is there. He took the ball the other way last night um, uh, on pitches that he, he clearly would have struck out on even as, as, as recently as last September. And uh, I just want to tip my cap and say, Tyler O'Neill has become one of my favorite players because I doubted him, because I doubted him and he proved me wrong. Not that he even knows who I am or anything like that. But in my mind as an analyst, to see a guy prove that you can learn to play the game the right way if you're willing to put in the work. And that's why I admire him, because he put in the work. And also, back to my ego, because I said all along, here's a guy that if he, all he had to do was try and hit 300, he'd still hit 40 bombs because he's so strong. And I think that's what he's doing right now. I think that's what he realized. I mean, he, the, the home runs he's getting into right now are going 450 feet. So I think he's finally starting to realize, and I saw his spray chart from his home runs this year, is that he's realizing that if he goes the other way with it, he can hit a ball 380 feet, and in a lot of ballparks, it's going to go over the wall. Here's the other thing, Joe. Look at his swing now to those swings, to borrow a phrase from Tony La Russa, instead of swinging from his butt, short and quick to the ball, extend on, uh, on the follow through. That was, that's been my point all along. He's such a physical specimen and so strong. All he has to do is make good contact and he's going to get more than his share of home runs. Yeah, it'll, uh, it, it has been fun to watch. And what it's doing right now is it's expanding that lineup a little more that that's what happened when Dylan Carlson got moved to that two slot and started to hit immediately and still is hitting very well in that two slot. It expanded the lineup from the first three, then to four. Now you had Tyler O'Neill in there. It's at five and you know what you're getting from Yachty at, at that six spot. You never wanted Yachty to be that fifth hitter, that number no, five hitter no. in the lineup. You still don't want him really there at the six spot. You would love to have him there at the seventh spot where I think Paul DeYoung is going to find himself this weekend when he comes back hitting there in the, uh, in the seven hole in that lineup. But whether it's Paul DeYoung or whether it's somebody that you go out and get at the trade deadline, you would love to, you would love to expand that lineup yeah. even more at some point. And, you know, we sat here and talked yesterday about the last 12 games of Matt Carpenter's run that he's been on recently. And he once again continued in that first inning with a basis clearing double that he he you know went with the ball, nice easy swing to hit the ball over the first baseman's head down the line. And yeah, he hit into, you know, he's still pulling the ball into the shift, but pulled it so much that they weren't able to shift him over there. Yeah, a couple of things with Carp again, um, for and I've always loved him. Uh, as a player, uh, but I've said publicly, I thought he was finished, 
But do you remember earlier this week, it might have even been yesterday, where I said, does he, can he find a couple of months of grace like he did a couple of years ago where he's red hot? He's not quite where he was during that stretch, but he's really playing, hitting the ball well again. If I still would be a little critical, I still wish he'd be like that ball he pulled into the corner last night that got the Cardinals jump started. That was an off-speed pitch that I would, I would just as soon he hit the other way. Uh, but he's making better contact. He's getting better swings. He's driving the ball a little bit better. He doesn't have to hit 325 with a bunch of homers to uh, complement and be a positive in this lineup. And I'm really happy to see him sort of find a groove for now. We will, uh, we will see the Cardinals play again tomorrow afternoon, Friday afternoon, up at Wrigley, a three-game series. The Tomorrow's the Friday afternoon game, and then Saturday night and Sunday night. And it was yesterday the Cardinals released their pitching matchups for the weekend series. We will see uh, uh, on the mound for them this weekend. Um, it'll be John Gant, or yeah, no, it'll be uh, Johan Oviedo on Oviedo. Friday, John Gant on Saturday, and then Carlos Martinez in front of the whole world on Sunday, looking to bounce back after two very bad starts. I don't mind the, that uh, the pitching matchups um, in Chicago. Oviedo is going to be good. Will it be tomorrow? Will it be at the end of this season? Will it be a year from now? I don't know. Oviedo is going to be good. He's being force-fed right now. Gant has been a godsend to this starting rotation. And then Martinez, you know, can he find who he is? My concern with him is that the Cubs are absolute killers. And they know him. They know his stuff. They know his approach. And if he makes a mistake, they are going to destroy it. And so he knows that they know. And will that, uh, will that uh, make him focus and really rise to the occasion? Or will he fold under the pressure? I'm not willing to predict. We will have a full preview of that series tomorrow morning for you right here on Daily Cards. But uh, before we get out of here for today, Rammer, a word from our friends at Royal Banks. Royal Banks of Missouri, uh, you know, they, don't, they never fold under the pressure. As they expand, they always make sure that they have that one-on-one -on -one personal service from you in their branches, new ones coming on board, uh, two across the river in Illinois, doesn't matter. The personal service is there for you. And when you talk about pressure, dealing with all the COVID issues and uh, the federal loans and, and those things, kind of the rules being made up as they went along, Royal Banks was there step for step with business loans and personal banking under the COVID era. Uh, they were absolutely magnificent. Call Royal Banks at 314-212-1500 or go online to royalbanksofmo.com. Royal Banks, for better service, means better banking. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. He's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been Daily Cards, presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri, right here on ClabesOnline.com. St. Louis Acura has the best inventory in the Midwest, like the all-new 2022 Acura MDX. It earned the highest safety award from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. Get 1.9% financing for up to 60 months and $1,000 in loyalty conquest offers. Or get 0% financing on the redesigned 2021 TLX 
for up to 36 months and $2,500 in loyalty conquest offers. See Los Acura becoming better than ever for you.